know, during the last four years, you know, I realized people might value my friendship, but they don't value me. By the way, he lost. <laughs> I said to him. There is no Trump, Trump 2020, people, <laughs> just so we're clear. I said to him, hey, listen, you might need a 2024 hat. He said, well, that's a matter of opinion. And I thought to myself, how? Yeah, no, it's actually a matter of fact. And that's why we're in this predicament right now. Because people seem to think that fact can be. I've never seen people so easily gaslit. It's, I guess I haven't, I mean, I can't think of a period of time ever. I mean, I guess, so I read, I didn't do research for this episode, right? Yeah, I didn't do research, but I did read something where somebody um, posted from an article explaining cults and a cult leader. And some of the traits were so super similar. I wonder if I saved it because I knew we were going to be talking today. Man, a cult, huh? <laughs> Listen, I, I it's not so far reaching because it's, you know, charisma, not based in fact. Um, There's kind people of, who think Donald Trump is charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people, I mean, it, I, I, not in like a a Clinton way that made people kind of attracted to him or, or like him but mm. yeah i mean i think that there is a certain charisma that's, to that uh listen <laughs> oh man i i love social media for times like this because i see these people you know i'm an accountant right and if you link cells improperly there's something called circular reference mm-hmm. because it's really just, you know going around a circle I think some of these people are going around in circles. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, yo, I, I you can't believe this stuff you're saying. But that's the part that's cult that's cult leader like, because uh, the the logic it, it's circular logic to nah, to somebody on the it, outside it, it, it doesn't make sense, but to somebody who's in it, it's just hypocrisy. It's not cult. You're just a hypocrite. I think you don't think that Trump nah, is like a cult leader. No, nah, I think when we do that. We give some people excuses. Now, listen, everybody who loves Trump <laughs> wasn't out there storming the Capitol. I get that. But, but they are... sure got quiet, didn't they? Man, I... <laughs> I, I have to laugh because it's, you know, it's just hilarious to me. But, you know, everybody who likes Trump is not going to be out there storming the Capitol, doing stuff like that. However, we can't continue to give these guys excuses like when you say the cult leaders like oh you were under a spell nah you just a racist and a hypocrite we gotta call people what they are now like if you were in the summertime if you were in the summertime complaining about black Lives matters protests 
which were on CNN and everywhere and destroying property and all that. And then you turn around and you say, no, these guys weren't really storming the Capitol. Don't believe the mainstream media. Well, why did you believe the mainstream media when they were reporting on protests for black lives then? It's the same media. What's the difference? That's the hypocrisy. No, you just, you just don't care. You're a racist. Like, the privilege that it takes to go, to think it's okay to go into the Capitol and sit in the speakers of the House office to destroy stuff. Some of these people were saying blue lives matter. They don't matter no more because these people were beating up police officers. One of them died. So to me, it's just a hypocrisy when it gets to that level. Now, you know, like I say, you split. I can't say everyone who voted for Trump was a, was a racist, but I can say pretty much now, if you still, if you still on board with this thing, there's issues. You got issues. <laughs> like, like, like I said, when somebody's wearing a Trump 2020 hat and they tell you, and I, and I say to them, you need a 2024 hat because the election is over. And they said, that's a matter of opinion. That's ridiculous. Like, I can't hang out with that person. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't deal with that guy. Like, a matter of opinion? Uh, listen, if I got, I'm going to have a serious conversation with my, one of, a friend of mine if he, has, if he says that. Like, a matter of opinion? Oh, my goodness. You got, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> so we, we got to talk about this, right? Okay, so People. hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to uh, season two's first special episode. Um, I'm Sue O'Lear. I'm Johnny Hampton. We're here in our dining room studio on Sunday, January 10th. Uh, we had to, we decided we had to sit down and record a special episode based on the happenings of the last week. And actually, a couple of our listeners decided. That's true. Because I mean, we, we, had, we had an episode lined up, and it's a great one. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, it's a great one. And a couple of listeners were like, I can't wait for the podcast to talk about storming the Capitol. Dun, dun, dun. And I said, well, we're not talking about that. And uh, they were upset. <laughs> I saw that exchange take place that I messaged Shani. I said, we're actually in charge of this shindig. <laughs> yeah, we can do what we want. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. We're going to talk about this. And uh, I've got a lot of thoughts <laughs> to get off. But what? So I was at work when all this was going on, and I was listening to it on CNN because I have serious radio. So I, you know, I didn't see any of the images, none, zero percent. I didn't see, and you know, so it's hard to tell when you're listening just how serious it is, right? Pinning it. Okay. Word for word, that is how I experienced the uh, what happened the morning of September 11th. Mm. I was at work, and I was listening to WJR. I was listening to it all happen on the radio. And I didn't see a single image until probably 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so when that happens, Mm -hmm. and you see, like, you know, so you check your Twitter, and, you know, people are describing it, and Facebook is describing it. 
but still, you know, you don't understand. You, like at that point, I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. These these guys are pure idiots. Like, why would they be doing this? Like, what is happening? And you know, the election is over. You know, but then I got home that evening and put on the news. And I said to myself, this is what they were doing. And how does something like that happen? Now, my favorite thing, I always say social media during the time of Trump has been the most interesting thing. Because there's people who come out there and say, this is not the America I know. <laughs> is it the America you know, Johnny? It is. As a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, this is the America I know. The America I know has double standards. And it's always been that way from its inception. Now, hey, if it took some people, Trump, to realize this, well, welcome aboard. Some of us has been, have been living this, me, for 44 years. So, yes, there's a stark difference between when people were protesting for black people not to get killed by the police and people storming the Capitol. Because they didn't get their way. Because they lost a fair election. They don't even see it that way because they see it as an illegal, illegal votes. Were, I mean, they just plain on didn't get their way. And this is normal stuff to me. That's what cracks me up, mm -hmm. that people are so outraged. There is a lot of privileged people in this country who behave this way all the time. And some of them, bless their hearts, don't even necessarily realize it. Like, I don't feel like... Every single person I know who refuses to acknowledge their privilege uh, supports what happened, but they still aren't seeing it. You got to be super blind to privilege to think you can go, go and be sitting up in Nancy Pelosi's chair and nothing's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, I wouldn't have made it to the chair. Mm -hmm. You'd be at my funeral. I'd be dead. They would have shot me. Mm -hmm. Like, So if you can't see that, you know, hey, I try to love everybody, but if you can't see that, I, I can't be hanging with you because you went and stormed the Capitol for a guy who called NFL players sons of bitches for kneeling on a football field. It's not hurting anybody. You guys are hurting police. And for all we know, some of these policemen were down with them. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's the part that... I mean, lots of parts of this are truly scary to me, but that, I mean. Whew, whew, yes, whew, but whew. again, for 44 years, I've been living this because there are times we know now that police officers are like that. So you letting these people in to storm the Capitol where all our representatives are. Like, it, it had What if they had gotten to them? I mean, do you really think that they would have dragged Pence out and strung him up? Yes. Yeah. It's an angry I mob. Do. I do too. I mean, I wasn't saying that like I don't believe it. I'm just. It's an angry mob. And this is what they do. Like, this is what they do. So, it, you know, when you know, people say, oh, this is not the America I know. And I just shake my head like, then you haven't lived in America. You've because, lived in your America. Right. And you haven't noticed what's going on. Because it's very clear now. Very crystal clear. And it's funny because. You know, I lost a Facebook friend who was friends with another person who posted all these conspiracy theories. And I would go check the conspiracy theory person page from time to time 
to see if Just my to see. to see if my friend was still liking the post. And some of them they were. So I went this morning and oddly enough, <laughs> the conspiracy theory person now has deleted a lot of the posts that she had up previous to this. Now why is that? Because you know now like you look crazy and you don't want to put you don't want to put that out there publicly. Like you'll mm-hmm. talk with your friends over coffee mm-hmm. about how the patriots did what they had mm-hmm. <laughs> these true american <laughs> did what they had to do mm-hmm. but like it's insane You're like and i don't want to make excuses for the people anymore like it comes a time when you got to say hey listen if you're still on board this crazy train <laughs> something's wrong with you like i mean like it hurt you to say train you gotta like, get off like the, the trump train <laughs> yeah you gotta get off it <laughs> like you gotta get off it now because now he incited a riot. Mm-hmm. They could have killed somebody. They did kill somebody. Like, I mean, when I say that, I'm talking about like our representatives. And, you know, rest in peace to the police officer. Rest in peace to the woman who got shot following some crazy ass stuff. Instead of just sitting home and saying we lost the election. And that's another thing that kills me. Hillary Clinton laws, people were upset. I was disappointed in the country, but I'm used to not getting in my way in elections. So I wasn't. But they, oh, you got to get over it. You got to accept the new president. He's a, everyone's president. And y'all are, storm, <laughs> y'all are storming the Capitol? We didn't, I don't, I don't remember Democrats. That's a, like, there's so many things. And I'm trying not to talk the whole podcast to. Jump in, please, whenever you can. <laughs> but there's so many things that drive me crazy about this. And, you know, Republicans say, oh, we need unity. That's not oh, now un- they say now they say it. That's not unity. Like I saw today, some- they say we like, need unity. I saw something that AOC tweeted, and it's it's perfect. That's not unity. That's capitulation. Yes. To people who are domestic terrorists, there's no unity. There's no two sides to this. There's no what about ism. There's no both sides. We have an extremist leg wing of a party that stormed the Capitol because they didn't get their way. We're not unifying with them. At least I'm not. I'm certainly not unifying. <laughs> like, I'm not uni. Like, if you come and talk to me about politics in the future, this is a public announcement, and you think you're going to get off both sides when people were storming the Capitol, you're not. You're going to be disappointed. And you're going to say, Johnny, you're usually so, you know, centered. And I am. But not when shit like this happens. Like you, you cannot be. So are we finally at the place now where we can end friendships over stuff like this? Listen, I, I'll never say I'll end a friendship. <laughs> I won't. But what I will say is I will talk to you less. Like, I will not um, be. Um, I will not I'm be. like, click, click, <laughs> click. And you're like, I will talk to you less. I will. Johnny. No, I'll tell All you right, what. Maybe I'll tell you what. I did the other day, um, a friend of mine who was an ex-husband of another friend, um, he posted something. It was a meme that had, like, the destruction that happened during Black Lives Matter protests and then what happened at the Capitol. And he said, your outrage is false. And I wrote under it, this is bullshit, and I immediately unfriended him. Stuff like that, I can't, I just can't do it. I can't do it. So if you plan on doing that, in the future, you might see me unfriend you because it's not good for my mental health. And like as a black man, it's not good for my mental health. Period. Like I can't see that. 
I was telling you that uh, a couple days ago I got not just unfriended, but blocked over a... Did I tell you this? Over no. a laugh emoji? Oh, yeah, you did. A laugh emoji. I didn't know emoji. blocked, though. Wow. Blocked. You can't see none of this. I can't. No. I had to, I had to go in my secret back way. <laughs> <laughs> just to ensure that I was actually blocked. Because sometimes when that happens... I have a little tiny hope that maybe they were just like, ah, fuck Facebook and delete their account. <laughs> no, it, they, it's never that, they by the way. They deactivated you. Just, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like how I'm, I never mean ducking when I'm typing. It is never that they deleted their Facebook account. It's always that they deleted me. But look, this woman, I would love to tell you some personal stories about why this is so freaking ridiculous. And I'm not going to do that because she's not here to defend herself or whatever. But let's just say I could tell you some stories. And she posts this thing, this super stupid conspiracy theory using the word. If you, Look, if you're using the words mainstream media, oh my do your research. It's Trump bingo, right? Right. <laughs> do your research. Don't be, you know, don't be manipulated. You are probably the kind of Republican that is no longer welcome at my table. So she posted this silly thing and somebody posted underneath it. You should be the new Tea Party spokesperson. The Tea Party. And I hit a laugh emoji. It was like, it was comical to me. And within seconds. Can, can, can we admit now that the Tea Party had nothing to do with taxes? Or are we, are we still playing that? Like, like, what are we doing? Are we still saying the Tea Party was about taxes? I mean, anybody? If you're, if you, if the you're tea a party, actually just seems like simpler times right now, doesn't it? <laughs> if you're a tea partier <laughs> and a listener, which mm-hmm. which might not be possible. <laughs> what does the Venn diagram look like of tea partiers <laughs> and strongly worded, and strongly worded listeners? <laughs> but if you are, I would like you know send me a personal message. Are we are we still saying that it's about taxes? Yeah. Because that's what they were saying, and then when I was telling people it was about. A rebellion against the first black president. I looked like I was crazy. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> here 2020 we are. now. Mm-hmm. When people storming the, <laughs> the Capitol. Yeah. My favorite thing. Um, like, so I see all these things on social media. And I don't respond to them all. Because if I did, I wouldn't get anything done. My favorite thing is when people talk about Trump. And they say, well, he wasn't as divisive <laughs> as President Obama. I say, oh, yes. Yes, we can. And hope is very divisive. Well, you know, I said this to you kind of right away. I, I have spent a lot of time wondering what my dad's reaction would have been to this, and, and because he was one of those people that said that Obama was divisive, and I love my dad. I love my dad. I see, I see things about my dad that are so good, and I know some things he's done that have made this world a better place. But we did not see eye to your eye. Your dad ain't storming the Capitol. And I well, told you that when you told me that. Well, no, <laughs> but I know him, and I, I, I know where he. And it's okay to have that opinion, as long as you don't have the opinion that storming the Capitol is okay. And he would not have. I'm just so glad he wasn't here to see it, or that I wasn't here to see him seeing it. Your dad served. My dad was in the National Army National Guard for nine years. He would not have wanted them storming the Capitol. Now I don't know him okay. as well as you. Now do. listen. I don't disagree with that. And that's what we're talking about. I don't that's dis- the level of craziness we're talking about. But for someone who has so strongly and vocally supported Trump, my issue would be with the justification after. Wow. And that would be heartbreaking to me. 
Well, that's people that, you know, I got a good friend always tell me, you gotta, when you got to jump through hoops like that to justify someone's actions, something is wrong. And that's what I don't think they realize. So, like, so what do we think happened? Like, you know, video doesn't lie. The dude is up there in the speech talking about let's go to the Capitol. Giuliani, who <laughs> I don't know why they was ever calling him America's mayor, because if you were a teenager during his time, a black teenager, especially in New York City, like I was, you know better. Mm -hmm. he, what did he say? Fight by combat? Or trial by combat? Like, you are inciting a riot. So, no, that's not the mainstream media saying these things. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know what that means anymore. The mainstream media. The, to me now, these people are saying anything that's factual is the mainstream media. And it's not factual. Right. Anything that's factual isn't factual. Right. Is basically what I'm hearing listen, over and over and over again. Listen, even, Like, how can we debate what a fact is? It's a fact. <laughs> Like, inherent in the definition of the word fact <laughs> is that we're not debating what a fact is. Uh, hey, now we have alternative facts. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. So, when I see the reactions to this, <clears throat> excuse me, when I see the reactions to this, it just boggles my mind. Because there's no way that can be acceptable to you. If you're the patriot that you say you are. People storming the Capitol because they lost an election. So, I don't know what's going to happen to those people. Some of them have been arrested already. Uh, the funny part is Trump signed an executive order aimed at Black Lives Matter. If you destroy federal property, you get an automatic 10 years. So these people now might serve 10 years because of the guy. Telling him to go <laughs> fight. Yeah, so seeing this and seeing people's reaction to it, some of it, make, it makes you sad initially. Like, you know, that's what I said the other day. I posted on Facebook during, you know, during the last four years, you know, I realized People might value my friendship, but they during, don't value you know, me. During the last four years, you and know, I realize they can say they might value, value my friendship, but they don't value but me. But if you're complaining about, you know, kneeling and other stuff like that, and then this happens and your timeline is quiet, then you don't value me as a black man. And, that, you know, that's a conversation many people are not willing to have. But it's, that's the truth. Right, I mean, you know, and that and that's the first thing people thought. I mean, I got a call from my friend Victor, and, and me like, yo, like I was at work. He's like, do you know what would be happening if this was us storing the Capitol? It's like, yes, I do, and that's a sobering fact. Yeah, that's what you posted that day. What I posted that day was to all my friends who look at their mm. black and brown friends and say they don't see color need to start seeing color. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing, right? When they say, you know, I don't see color. You, you have to see it. You have to see it. Like, I mean, it doesn't define me, but you have to know what I'm dealing with is not what you're dealing with. Right. And it is, it is so infuriating because it, it comes with such a, well, I mean, what we're talking about here, this sense of entitlement that, you know, 
you can't tell me anything. Right. You know, you can't tell me. I mean, somebody I love and care for very deeply, and I got, you know, a little into it because he said, no, you're the problem, Sue. You're the one that says my black friends. I just call them my friends. And I'm like, really? You want me to go down your Facebook list? <laughs> that Oh, man, I love that. I love when people, you know, that's another thing. People have become an expert on black people. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly these <laughs> white people. <laughs> right? They're, they become experts on black on Martin Luther King. On... <laughs> and it's, it's funny. And then you say, okay, they're experts on black people. And, and they love they love posting the black people who are mm. not the norm. Right. Like your Candace, the Candace Owens, Owens of the world. And say, look oh, at the Candace Owens 2024. Right. She's so great. And then you look at their friend list and they have one black friend. So now listen, maybe your Facebook friends don't represent your real life. But at this point, social media friend list kind of does. If you got one black friend, you cannot be an expert on black people. Mm-mm. You just can't. Anybody can find one wacko to back up a point they want to make. Exactly. And so you're using this person because that's confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. You already believe this stuff, so you found the one person to confirm your biases. Mm-hmm. That is what you're doing. Because Candace Owens is an idiot. And I see you. Right. I see you, white people. That, that- <laughs> Well, and I've said it. I've said it on the show over and over and over again, and I don't do it for pats on the back, but it's racism is not a black people problem. It is a white people problem, and white people need to call white people out on it. And no, no but see, people don't think – see, people, people get lost between racism and prejudice. They think, oh, black people are racist too. Well, black people can't really be too racist because we don't have the power. Right. They don't understand that the definite – like inherent in the definition – of racism is that imbalance of power. Right. Now, I, you know, I can meet black people who can say things about white people because they're prejudiced against them. I can, but they don't got no power. Right. That's the thing. How many black presidents have there been? One. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're posting shit on your Facebook about how it's a black people problem because they still want us to pay reparations for, I, I never had, I, I, you know what? You don't uh, try not talking, and try listening. I listen. I because just want fairness. Where is it? When are we going to get there? Like, and if you are saying how non-racist you are, and how how equally you treat people, and and you're saying it, saying it, well, thou might doth protest too much. I mean, your actions is what proves everything, right? So. In the end, you're going to know the people who are racist and who are not. You're going to know the people who are sympathetic to minority issues and not. And you're going to know the people who may value your friendship but may not value you. And I may have friends like that. And I'm coming to that realization that I may have friends that like me as a person and like what I stand for. I'm a decent guy. (laughs) <laughs> but when it comes down to it, they don't value me because they don't see me as a black man. They don't see the color. And it's taken me a while to get there, to understand that. But I'm at the point now. And so, like you said, I, that doesn't mean I delete everybody. 
but I'm going to take a step back and evaluate who I hang out with and who I don't. And that's just for my mental health. Mm-hmm. It's not for anybody else. Like, listen, I'm not going to change you. And that ain't my job. I always tell people on Facebook when we get in uh, arguments and they talk about black issues, about explain. It ain't my job to educate you. There's too much shit out there for you to read that's factual that you choosing not to read. We, we or debate whether or not it's fact. Right. There's too much things available, too many things available to you to get informed. If you're not informed, it's because you don't want to be. Yep. Now, some people I talk to, but I got to know that you're willing to receive what I'm talking about. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm talking to somebody who got a Trump hat and he's, he's on me for, for drinking a soda and not having my mask on, I'm going at his head. And it's going to make my wife mad because she was mad. <laughs> but, like, I'm not going to let you disrespect me, gaslight me, none of those things. And I'm going to do it in a way that's respectful to you Cause I'm not gonna. I don't have to curse. I don't have to do none of that. But this, the way that what we living in right now, is we got half this country that's sane, and then about thirty to forty, about thirty percent. I would say, thirty percent of the country they're insane right now. Mm-hmm. Anyone who is justifying storming the Capitol, something is wrong. And if you don't believe that, I mean, I, I just don't know what to say. It hadn't happened since the 1800s. And do we know, how in the world does that even allow to happen? Mm. Well, that's something to discuss because, you know, I've been reading a lot. And it looks like a lot of this stuff came right from the top. These decisions to, to not answer the phone, to not send in the troops, send in the guard. And, and so to you, purposely leave these cops under prepared so they had quote unquote no choice but to step aside and open the door. And so you mean to tell me that people can't see a double standard when Black Lives Matter protests are all over the country and you're seeing riot gear and tear gas and these dudes just walking up in the Capitol chilling in Nancy Pelosi's desk Mm -hmm. and nothing's happening. And people, some of the people that I've watched respond to this who weren't there, but are still (laughs) not, still not relinquishing their belief in, in Trump Mm -hmm. um, are posting things like this says, you know, Facebook is removing this because of God reposted as much as you can. And it's a picture of president Trump walking outside of the White House and says, as the image looks like basically we're equating Trump to God and saying faith is more powerful than government and nothing more powerful than God. Look at this. <laughs> right? The guy who's been married, what, three times? Right. Cheated on a two All wives. of them. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, what right? we Right, what, like 24 accusa- like credible accusations of sexual assault against him? Or this one, look, who's that? Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson saying uh, on, a, on a meme as if he said this. <laughs> How can you tell the truth is being told? <laughs> Facebook blocks it. Twitter bans it. Google hides it. YouTube deletes it. 
government censors it and the media never mentions it. Yeah. How long do you think it took me to confirm that he did not say this? <laughs> you know it was hilarious. They blocked Trump's Twitter account. And then this dude was like a scorned ex-girlfriend going to other people's accounts mm -hmm. to try to tweet. Okay. Uh, now, I, I tell you, I think it's time for the levity in the situation. The memes are fantastic. <laughs> like so that one you posted of him going, what's my MySpace password? About killed me. <laughs> like, dude. So <laughs> they, they shut down all these accounts. Like, mm -hmm. They don't want you no more. Like, I, everybody's like, oh, we're going to have a civil war. Not me. I ain't fighting with y'all. Mm -mm. And here's the deal. This is not censored. This is not, you're not losing any rights. <laughs> like, this is not the government censoring you. This is a business who can decide for themselves who they want to yeah. let use it. Like, yeah. it's not, there's yeah. no constitutional right at at stake here. So what they got that senator, was it Hawley? Yeah. Who they, they, they take away. That one? Yeah, they took away this his book. One? Yeah, they took away his book deal. Yeah. <laughs> that dude talking about like listen, the First Amendment gives you freedom of speech. Right. Not freedom from consequences. Uh-huh. A business don't have to do business with you. Like I, I saw Ben and Jerry's tweet. Um, <laughs> they're real big in social issues. And and then uh, people were saying like I'm not gonna eat Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry's is gonna be fine. Yeah. I I don't think Ben nor Jerry care. <laughs> Because guess what? Every black man in America, I'm going to get Ben and Jerry's mm -hmm. next year. I'm gonna go. I used to eat Edie's. Yeah, so no, yeah, no more Edie's for me. I'll look for Ben and Jerry's vanilla, <laughs> or eat whatever, whatever, yep, <laughs> whatever flavor they got. Yep, I love. Okay, this one to anyone complaining about private me about a private media company kicking Trump off their platform. Think of Twitter as a Christian bakery and Trump oh, as a gay wedding cake. I saw that one. <laughs> And, and, see, and that's the hypocrisy, right? Mm -hmm. So a business, for religious reasons, and I, I, I believe that started in Indiana, right? Mm, and Pence country. Right. I believe that started there. Cannot, can deny you because you're gay. And they can say, hey, my religion, X, Y, Z, I don't want to make you this gay wedding cake. This gay wedding cake. <laughs> Because it's wedding I, cake. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, like for a gay couple, yeah. like the wedding cake. When you say gay wedding cake, it makes me feel like the cake is saying fabulous. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they think. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I said it that way. Like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying clearly, like you're making the cake for them, mm -hmm. and so that's okay. Right. But a business who doesn't want to publish a book by a guy who incited is in violation book. of the Constitution. Right. That's not okay. So it's okay. It's not okay for a football player to kneel, but it is okay for a white person to storm the Capitol. That is the hypocrisy we're dealing with. And if you think like that, I hate to tell you this. It's not. It's a bad diagnosis for you. You're a hypocrite. Mm. No matter how you try to justify it, you're a hypocrite. And you may be cool living like that. But I'm going to make sure you know you are. That's it. Because this was ridiculous. All of those people should have been tear gassed. They should have been. First of all, as soon as they got into the Capitol, they should have been shot. Well, seriously, we've known they were coming for weeks. Right. We've and known they were coming for weeks. Clearly, somebody thought they were less threatening. Why? There only could be one reason. Well, I mean, yeah. And also because... 
another thing I was reading about talked about it through the eyes of what it really kind of why it was an attempted coup it was it was an attempted coup and so um I fully believe people at the top were in on it. I fully believe what they hoped were going to happen was that uh, Trump was going to end up president. How? I, I mean, I don't know. That is but... the mo- Listen, so if you go back and listen to season one, and we talked about when Biden won, the one thing I said is he's that's out it. of there. Yeah, that's it. doesn't matter what he says or what he does. Right. They will drag his ass out. Mm-hmm. And... I hope they impeach him. There is a new t-shirt lady in Palm Coast, ladies and gentlemen. Dear C is a full-service custom t-shirt design company, and she has Johnny and me looking good. If you follow our social, and if you don't, you totally should, then you've seen the cool new strongly worded t-shirts that I had made up for us and our families. Tracy took great care of me through the entire process, answered all my questions, gave me lots of options, and in the end, I got great looking t-shirts at an extremely competitive price. Her work will also soon be seen on the fans of the Flagler County Basketball League. Dear C, spelled D-I-E-R apostrophe C-I of Palm Coast, can be reached at 1-847-890-9949 or C at hotmail.com. You can check that out in our show notes. And she will take care of all of your custom t-shirt needs. Well, that's where I wanted to go next. I want to talk about what what do you think we should what do you think should happen now? They gotta impeach him again, because you cannot let that happen and let him get off without any consequence. Can't do it. Can't do it. They gotta bring it up for a vote. Have to do it. So, Amy Coney Barrett was rammed through and confirmed in a week. <laughs> Eight days. Eight days. That's so all y'all I'm saying. Got, that is got, all I'm saying. Why, you, why has this not? Why are we waiting till tomorrow? You got time. And you Plenty need to, of time. And you got to do it. And he will go down as the worst president in history. And I feel sorry for the people who put their reputation on this man. I don't. I do. I, I do. There was a point where they didn't have to do that. I, I feel sorry for them because... Like, I care 0% about these people who are resigning now. Oh, those people, they use it like I saw a tweet. They're just using their vacation days. <laughs> the vacation days they have right? left. Because clearly, like... And trying to put some, oh, it's just, it's gone too. Uh-uh. I saw some... He is today who he was four years ago. He's listen, the same person. I saw a video of some senator, say uh, Pennsylvania senator, maybe Toomey is his name, talking about... Oh, yeah, I realize today he's a demagogue. Today? Right. Today you realize it? Mm-hmm. Like, now you're just trying to save face in order to win your next election or be taken serious, and you think people have short memories and they forget. But we are now in the social media age, so it's a little bit different. People are going to remember what Ted Cruz did. They're going to remember what Hawley did. Mm-hmm. That's why that, that. So who's the one that you feel sorry for that staked the reputation no, I, of this guy? I feel sorry for regular people, like the guy I saw at the gym yesterday, who's staking his reputation on a guy who doesn't give two shit about him. I feel sorry for them. That doesn't mean I'm going to reach out to them, but I do. 
I, I, I feel sorry for them because they, I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I don't know how you can believe in such a man. And what you've done is you've branded yourself. Um, and you know, hey, listen, I'm all for acts of defiance. Uh, I like to wear my revolutionary shit at times too. But you go walking around to Trump 2020, you look like a full idiot. Do you think if he's not impeached, he'll run again in 2024? Nah, I don't think he, I, Trump is done. I don't think he's going to run again. Do you think somebody with the last name Trump will run in 2024? Uh, for a lesser office, maybe. Maybe Ivanka. Um, yeah, maybe Ivanka. But I don't, I don't, I just, after the Capitol thing, I don't think there will be enough people who would align with him. It's, I think Maddo was who I was watching when she said Trump may be gone, but Trumpism is not dead. Yes, there's going to be somebody else who, who says and does this shit. That's what Ted Cruz is trying to do. He's trying to fill that vacuum. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how you do that because I'm a man first, right? Before I'm black, before I'm, If you get out there and talk. <laughs> really? About, if you get out there and you talk shit about my wife or my dad, I'm not going to be kissing your ass afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you vote for a man like that. I just don't understand that. But maybe I'm a different kind of dude. Like, maybe I just have ideals. <laughs> because, like, and that's the, that's my biggest thing with people who voted for and love Trump. Um, I lost a friend, you know, unfriended. She posted something about Trump. And I said, well, what about the racism? What do you tell somebody like me about the racism? And then she unfriended me. And that is the conversation I have with one of my friends. And we haven't spoken about it again because he's probably avoiding that shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't, it's funny because I I have a guy at work who talks with me about these kind of issues all the time. He's the only one, though. And I don't know if it's because people don't want to talk about politics at work, and I get that too. But um, I'm not sure they understand how the last four years have been for me. Mm -hmm. And they're good friends. Like, they're not Trumpers, they're not, I, I, you know, I'm not putting them down, but we have not had serious conversations about this. Mm-hmm. How did it feel for me the last four years? Seeing these things, seeing people that you used to call friends, you know, post racist memes or, or shit like that. Mm-hmm. Seeing black people get killed in the streets and nothing happened. Those conversations have not been had. And if they haven't been had with these people who I've known for over a decade... They're probably not being had a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And they need to be. Oh, I know. I have some relationships in my life, believe it or not, where I'm not having that conversation because I know what it will result in. Yeah, like, so. And there, believe it or not, are people I care about very much that I'm not ready to end a friendship over because yeah. I know we are on opposite sides of this right, right now. You know, it, that those conversations need to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, you Oh, we got to move forward. You can't move forward without a hard conversation. And, and moving forward is not moving forward if it is excusing this egregious... It's, it's not moving forward. It's sweeping something under the rug. And like I said, it's capitulation. It's capitulation. Like, we're not unifying. Mm-mm. Not for this. Mm-mm. So, um, is Biden a unifier? I think he is. Uh, even to his detriment, that's like Obama was. I think politically, that doesn't help you. Um, you know, if it's me... 
and I got control of the Senate and the House, I don't give a fuck right now what any Republican cares. I'm ramming through everything I want in the two years. Now that, yeah, but that, everything you want is going to be good for the people. It's not like everything. I'm just saying. It's I, not like saying. I don't think he does that, though. See, I, I don't think, I don't think he's going to do that. Who? Biden. Biden. No, I think he's going to try. Oh, I got to work with McConnell. I wouldn't work with none of them. I, I would just spend that first two years focused on trying to undo, and fix, and you know, do as much as possible to everything. Put good stuff. Everything. That is pie in the sky, whether it's student loan cancellation. I'm for that, by the or way. Or single-payer health. <laughs> I would have ran through everything in the first two years. Now, that means I'm not getting elected again, so I'm out. But I don't think Biden cares about that. And I wouldn't And care. I think that's the beauty of Biden. And I wouldn't care. But I think he cares too much about the other side, politically. Now, I'm not talking about people. you got to care about everyone. I think politically he cares about the other side. And the other side has shown us. They don't care. They don't care about it. They're us. playing a different game. And now it's time for Biden to play that game. The game where, guess what? I'm going to get through whatever I can. And if I can't, then I'm going to do executive actions. I'm going to do all that. The same thing that was, has been done. Mm-hmm. Because it's still a problem even though. But why would you do I mean, why? Why? I mean, that sounds, that sounds like sour grapes. Not, to me, it's scorched earth. I'm just doing what I'm doing because what I've been learning lately in my personal life, you just got to do you. Mm-hmm. It's time to do you. You can't worry about what other people think and their feelings. Uh, you gotta, he got to do that. Mm-hmm. He got to be great. But what I'm saying is I think if he does that, if he would do that, the benefit of that is it would benefit people. Oh, I think so like too. It, it's not like Trump doing that where it benefits I, Trump. I think so. <laughs> you know I, I think so too, but I don't think people, people are so in their political corners that they don't even realize. And everybody's an expert. Yeah. There right were now. people in Kentucky when Obama, when, whenever Trump was running against Clinton and they said they wanted to get rid of Obamacare, there was people in Kentucky who didn't even realize they had it. They had Obamacare. Mm-hmm. It was just called something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, even... I that's not specific to Kentucky. No, it's not. But I remember. I, I just say that because mm-hmm. I remember it. Mm-hmm. So there's people who don't even understand mm-hmm. what President Obama did. Right, and they they there are so many of those people that fancy themselves an expert right now because they're spoon fed these sound bites or these. But if I'm being fair, you know, me and my dad used to talk about things all the time, and he was super liberal. There, he never would realize the thing a Republican did. So just do what you're going to do. If you think it's going to help the people. And then they'll realize later. I, I, like, I'm not negotiating anything. I'm going to try to find, well, you need 60 votes. Give me the 10 Republican senators that are going to vote for this. Mm-hmm. Or are close to voting for this. And I'll work with the, those 10. The rest of the 40 can fuck off. <laughs> like, like, and I mean, like, like, That might be the title of our episode. <laughs> like, they can go. Like, because yeah. you're not going to vote for whatever it is mm-hmm. that I do. Because they've, they've already made that clear. Mm-hmm. As, you know, like, I'm not trying to see if Ted Cruz is going to vote for something. Right. You just voted not to certify the election. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you think. Right. right. Like, he should be expelled. All the people, especially if you showed up at that rally, mm-hmm. should not have a job in Congress. I agree with that 100%. 100%. Like, I don't know how that even is a question. You gotta resign. I don't know what the mechanism is. I'm not well versed enough, 
but you got to get out because mm-hmm. it's clear you don't care about the country. Mm-hmm. The election was had. Y'all lost. It's over. Mm-hmm. And here we are, what, 10 days from inauguration? And you trying to <laughs> not certify the election? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Do you think Biden will last all four years? Yeah, I think he will. I think it's silly that people are saying he he was just the the front and he's not going to be he's not going to be president 12 months from now. Is it possible that a man his age something can happen? Of course. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be some conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like I truly like I believe him when he says, "Yo, I ran when I saw that thing in Charlottesville." Mm-hmm. I believe him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he planned to run. I don't know that he did either, but I do think I can totally believe that there at one point was a conversation when he said I should have run when I was the vice president, like I should have run at the end of Obama's term. He wouldn't wouldn't have won. I don't know that he would have either, but I I think he carries, he harbors some feeling about that, that he feels like he let let But he wasn't ready. His son had just died. He he wasn't ready. I mean, I totally get it. I get the why. That's why I say. But yeah, so I believe him. Yeah, I, I think he was inspired to run because mm-hmm. of that too. Mm-hmm. And I think I think he. I don't know if he will run again. Oh no. That's the thing. I, I definitely think he won't. So, we'll see what happens then, twenty twenty four. But we gotta get ready for twenty twenty two. We need ten seats. Yep. <laughs> in the Senate. Yep. So we need to start. I live in Florida with Marco Rubio. Oh. The worst senator I've ever seen. I cannot think of one thing he's done for the state. Not one. Oh, I know what he did. What did he do? He got vaccinated. <laughs> Before everybody else. Before and he, everybody else, that guy. He had us out here. <laughs> that guy that was out here, open the state, open the state. And he got he got his vaccination. He got his vaccination. And my, and my 81-year-old grandmother don't have hers yet. Yeah. Now, come on now. Right. That's the world we're living in. That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, some strong words. Yeah, strong. For a crazy week. Yeah, very strong. Strong word, crazy week. We went into the this episode just a riffing. We didn't <laughs> nope. have a plan, but um, hopefully we won't have to do another very special episode. You know we will. But I'm sure we will because <laughs> we've got 10 days left. Um. We thank you for listening, and if you, I, I would love to hear your reactions, your input. We got some funny input on uh, just the memes that I posted in the group this morning. Um, let us hear from you. You can find us, as always, uh, in the Strongly Worded Pod group on Facebook. We have a public Facebook page, too. Uh, we really only post our episodes there, but come come find us in the group. Come find the Strongly Worded Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, we're Strongly Worded P. All right. Oh, and let us know if you want one of our nice, strongly worded T-shirts. Yeah, merch store to follow. (laughs) Merch store to follow. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, hopefully we make it to Inauguration Day without Civil War. Without Civil War. (laughs) I'm fighting for the Civil War. This strongly worded podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton. 